Jet. Radio? That's the one. <laughs> it's back. We're welcome back to it. It's a, a full franchise retrospective podcast about Mega Man. About Mega Man. About Yo. Mega Man, Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are back. We watched episodes 15 and 16, I believe. Or... Uh, yep. Season two, episode Episodes whatever. two and three, yeah. That's what I have the most, <laughs> um, but, you know, it literally doesn't matter. So, we began with Terror of the Seven Seas. It's quite a, quite a hefty plot summary on this one. Yeah. yeah it's sort of, a, sort of a robust filling out of this page for an episode that sucks ass. Yeah, for Here. a really quite poor episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, the next episode has, like, less than one paragraph, and it's one of the oh, best God. episodes this show's had so far. And it has no trivia! No! Well, that's okay. We'll we'll provide the trivia for this episode. <laughs> episode 17 is Terror of the Seven Seas. The episode starts with Dr. Wily and his robots inside a whale-like submarine preparing to attack a battleship aboard Dr. Light's Lab Crusader. Mega Man and Roller using radar to track the battleship in hopes of finding the responsibles for recent ship hijacks? The responsibles. <laughs> um, that's that Stallone movie, I think. After hours <laughs> of surfing it, Roll spots a big whale on the radar, but Dr. Light notices that its song doesn't sound normal. Mega Man decides to check it out, and Dr. Light equips him with a new super turbine power underwater defense apparatus, the Marine Suit. It looks like ass. <laughs> Wily's ship surfaces and release a fo- releases a fog from its blowhole before sending attack bots to the battleship. However, Mega Man arrives and stops them, invading Wily's submarine and defeating Bomb Man. Dr. Wily informs Mega Man that he launched a torpedo to destroy the battleship and he is forced to abandon the submarine to stomp it. That whole scene takes about 12 seconds. Yeah. He jumps in. He shoots Bomb Man. He gets told about a torpedo. He jumps back out. Uh... Wily succeeds in stealing the battleship, and the crew is rescued by Dr. Light's ship. Later, Mega Man, Roll, and Rush decide to watch each other battleship from inside, joining its crew. Rush spots a distress signal, and a lifeboat is rescued. There are four men inside, one of them saying their ship was hijacked by robots. At night, the men remove their disguises, revealing that they are actually Dr. Wily's robots! They take over the ship, throwing Russian Roll overboard and capturing <laughs> Mega Man, who is tied to a missile and launched at Dr. Light's Lab Crusader. Mega Man manages to contact Dr. Light while flying, and he sends Eddie to recharge him while flying. After regaining energy, he blasts the missile before it reaches Light's ship, but he and Eddie are hit by the explosion and fall into the sea. Fortunately, a weakened Rush manages to rescue them before the commercial break hits. After Dr. Light finishes repairing the robots, they spot lifeboats, with the battleship's crew, but Roll is missing. The next day, while searching for Roll, Mega Man and Rush detects an SOS and goes to the location, finding Dr. Wily hijacking another ship. Dr. Wily's plan is to build himself a massive warship by using parts from other battleships. The rest of the episode isn't covered in the synopsis. That's amazing. They've written so much and not managed to cover this episode in which nothing happens. Also, I really appreciate how the cadence of your delivery accurately reflects 
what it's like <laughs> trying to follow this show. <laughs> they fight, Mega Man wins, I think is yeah, the rest Pretty of much. <laughs> Sometimes Mega Man loses briefly, and then there's a commercial break, and after the commercial break, Mega Man says a funny line that doesn't really make any sense, and then he wins, and they move on. He has a harpoon weapon in this one that he uses, but then he makes Robin Hood jokes while using it. So, oh, you mean you mean the uh, you mean the the super turbine powered underwater defense apparatus? Yeah, that one. The the Stapuda? Yeah. God, shut the fuck up. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor Wily has a mega boat. It's like twelve boats put together into a mega boat. And I'm very got- upset because the first shot of the mega boat, like you see it from a very low angle, so the boats are out at like it, what looks like a 45 or maybe even 90 degree angle, and then you see it from above, and they're all pointing the same way. When I first saw it, I really thought it was like an omnidirectional boat <laughs> fortress. <laughs> um, he has like 20 laser cannons and a bunch of missile launchers and some other attacks. And he, like, lists them all off and makes them shoot all of them at Mega Man. And then Mega Man shoots two shots and blows all of them up and gets inside. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. He falls off the edge at one point. They, like, they fight on, like, a walkway and Bomb Man is there. And so we got kind of mixed because last week we thought... Last week, you know, last episode, we thought that uh, Snake Man was going to become main cast. But these two episodes very firmly have Elect Man and Bomb Man as the new main cast robot masters. And uh, we're going to see, well, we see even more of it in the next episode. But Bomb Man is really making a play for Cutman's uncontested position as the very worst robot master. (laughs) He's constantly like, I'm going to throw a bomb. And then Mega Man shoots the bomb with whatever weapon he has. And then it falls back into Bomb Man's hands and it blows him up. And then he goes, oh, oh, oh," and falls over. (laughs) And because bombs are, like, you know, more explicitly dangerous than cutter boomerangs, I guess, the bomb always hits someone else as well. So Bomb Man is just a huge liability to have around. (laughs) But, you know, he's still Uh, there anyway. What did you think of this episode? Uh, This episode was pretty forgettable, with a few key exceptions. Yeah, there was one line that stood out to me. Which, Which one was yours? Uh, the one where Mega Man's like, hey, Proto Man, why don't you come with us? And Proto Man's like, sorry, bro, I'm programmed, <laughs> I'm programmed for the, for the, bad, the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. So just reinforcing that nobody but Mega Man has free will. They, uh, what's it? They, they also have this exchange framed against, like, the burning, like, just the, <laughs> the glowing flames of the, the turbine. Mega Man has just exploded with Proto Man's power, which is nice. And I feel like that frame is just the inspiration for the Proto Man. Yeah, basically. That that and also the Back to the Future episode with mm, the, the Wily mm, City. Yeah. That feels very yeah. Proto-Men. If you'd uh, like to hear more about the Proto-Men, <laughs> yeah. you can listen to the episode of Info Audio that we'll be recording right after this. I'm sure we'll only have nice things to say about those, those friends. The only way that you have of knowing is to pay money to the Export Audio Patreon. That's right. Um, also, this uh, this scene has the the line that I tweeted a video clip of, where uh, Proto Man and Mega Man have a fight in the turbine chamber. No weapons, just hand to hand, because Mega Man's trying to bait Proto Man into giving him his power. Uh-huh. And then Proto Man gets his weapon back out, and uh, he says, <laughs> "Didn't you know nice spots finish last again?" <laughs> like he did in the Cowboy episode. But then Mega Man. 
hits him from inside the smoke and then just says, you're wrong about nice bots finishing last. <laughs> um, is this the episode where he copies someone's power and it's just a face instead of a gun? Yeah, yeah, fucking like a uh, cut man's power has like a it, like a sort of return to monkey face <laughs> impinged upon Mega Man's brain. Uh, we've got some quotes here. We do. Now, Bomb uh, Man hasn't been in the show for a while, so when he shows up, he says, Hey, Mega, remember me? <laughs> a blast from the past. He sure does. You had it, Gutsman. No one does that to my dog, which is Mega Man after Gutsman sends Rush overboard. <clears throat> Soon, no ship will be safe from my floating <laughs> fortress of doom. My name will go down in pirate history. Blackbeard, Long John Silver, Captain Riley. <laughs> Today's the seven seas. Tomorrow, the world. Laughs, Dr. Wiley. And we have, and when there is smoke, there is Garbot. fire. Garbot. As, <laughs> as, as, as Roll emerges from like a trash shoot with a toaster, I yeah, think. Yeah, she shoots toast. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, hey, Mega, just like they say in the movies, you bomb and I'm a hit. That's Bomb Man before getting ha- owned. Hang on a minute. Isn't that. I feel like that line is from the next episode, not this one. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Hmm. I, I, that. I, I watched the, I watched Terror of the Seven Seas last night before bed, so I don't know. <laughs> Not again, Mega Man, after Bomb Man appears and says the quote above. Uh, unless we have some bots never learn. Mega Man, after he used Cut Man's rolling cutter at one of Bomb Man's bomb and explode at his face and he hit by the engine room door. <laughs> Yo, and he hit by the engine room door? And he hit by the engine room door! So, once again, the uh, the quotes section of the Mega Man knowledge base page has failed to hit on my first favorite and second favorite lines in this episode. My first favorite being the Honest Bots finish last thing. But uh, my second favorite is um, on the, uh, the walkway outside the Omnidirectional Death Fortress. Uh... Bomb Man appears out of one door and Guts Man appears out of a door on the other end. And uh, Mega Man says, no, either Mega Man or one of the robot masters taunting him says, looks like you're caught between a robot and a hard place, (laughs) which must be the fifth or sixth rerun of this one liner with a different word in the first slot, you know? God. I've got some trivia here. Oh, please. All four of the robot mastered featured Cutman, Gutsman, Bombman, and Electman are from the original Mega Man game. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. <laughs> Thank you, Mega Man Knowledge Base. Mega Man uses Electman's lightning power to fry Cutman in this episode, but in the original game, Cutman's rolling cutter is Electman's weakness. Mega Man apparently copies Proto Man's weapon to turbocharge his buster. <laughs> Emphasis not ours. <laughs> uh, Bomb Man gets defeated a second time by Cut Man's rolling cutter. Coincidentally, years later, the rolling cutter became his weakness and Mega Man powered up. 
I guess because they had to add the extra two characters. Mm, yeah. During the battle between Bomb Man and Guts Man, Guts Man gets blown up by Bomb Man's bomb, a reference to his weakness in the original game, the Hyper Bomb. Uh, honestly, like, any suggestion of reference or lack of reference to the game seems like a reach from this show. <laughs> uh, other things I got out of this episode, uh, Elect Man is main cast again, at least for these two episodes. Who knows what it'll be like next week, but... Uh, Elect Man sounds like he's been on the Siggies. He's got a really raspy voice. I like my enemies up close and personal. It's like, okay, Elect Man, whatever you say. Uh, it's um, it's it's an it's something that you get in the next episode as well. But like, uh, I feel like the shot where Rush looks t- like towards, but just you know above the camera in horror as Mega Man flies overhead strapped to a Polaris missile was really something that could only have been on kids TV between 1989 and 2001. Uh Uh-huh. Because it does that same thing, that same sort of like weird effect that you get in the shot where Proto Man is uh, refusing Mega Man's call to the good side is it's like lit by fire and it, it gives like a weird... Uh, lighting to the shot that, you know, really amplifies its confusing energy. Is that it for this app? Uh, also, I, I guess I'm still noticing every single time how completely psyched Proto Man is to discover that Mega Man isn't dead every time. <laughs> like, uh, he, Mega Man gets caught in the, the missile explosion and they're like, well, we did it. And then he gets onto the fortress and Dr. White is like, impossible. And Proto Man is like, ha, Mega Man doesn't know the meaning of the word impossible. Anyway, I'm going to go fight him now. <laughs> and when they do blow up the missile, he's like, bummer, I wanted to kill him. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Oh, and I, I, on the honor spots finish last exchange, uh, it's a, it's my favorite kind of quip in this show, as well, you know, this show that revolves very heavily around one-liners. Uh, my favorite, my emerging favorite kind of quip in this show is when somebody does a, a you know, a snarky one-liner, and then the other person shoots them and repeats their quip back to them, but with a no in there somewhere. <laughs> like you're between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> I'm not between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong about Honest Bots finishing last. Stay tuned, we'll be right back after these messages. That's episode 17. Episode 18 is Mega Dreams. So we're going to have to make our own synopsis for this episode because I feel like if we just read the Mega Man knowledge base page, it's not not going to do it justice for the people at home. It's not, but let's see what they have written here. Of course, here. yeah. Dr. Wily has created a machine that can invade the minds of humans while they sleep. He sends Gutsman and Cutman to gather top secret information from the mayor and the chief of police. Dr. Wily's troop plan is to sneak his dream machine on board a space station to infiltrate the, infiltrate the dreams of anybody he wants. But Mega Man stands in his way. So, just to set the tone for this episode, both mm-hmm. as we discuss it and when it was on the screen, uh, the very first line of this episode is Dr. Wily, off camera, 
saying to his robot masters who off camera are gathered around him, get ready to begin the dream transmission, <laughs> which is just, just killer. Absolutely fantastic. Episodes like this make me really glad that we decided to watch this show. Uh-huh. So they send Gutsman and Cutman into... Uh, who's first? Is it the mayor? It's the mayor. This is the kinkiest one, I think. I mean, there is there are layers of kink in all of them, but yeah, this is perhaps the most overtly kinky. Right. So... The mayor is like, mommy, daddy, and then we cut to his dream, which is, I guess, a distorted children's bedroom. Yeah, it's a distorted children's bedroom. He is, like, fully adult, like, beard, hair, and face, but, like, small and in, you know, kids' clothes. He's got a backwards cap on. And he's got a teddy bear. He's got a teddy bear, and he's got his thumb in his mouth, uh, and... Gutsman and Cutman are his giant parents calling him a very bad boy. It's and quite intense. <laughs> Gutsman says that Cutman is the mommy. Yes. <laughs> and Gutsman is the daddy. Which is just echoed when I when they said that I was like, oh right, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> um and then and like, they, just just in case you didn't, you know, just in case you were willing to write this off as accidentally wandering into weird kink territory, one of the giant parents also lifts the mayor in one hand and like, you know, pulls him right up to his face and says, hey, you better get us that security code. I'm whispering in your ear right now, Buster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he then sleepwalks into the car and drives off. Which uh, Mega Man and Roll see uh, on the way out of a screening of The Last Dragon. Uh, are you sure it's not The Last Drag? <laughs> yeah, it does say The Last Drag. You're right, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have made for an even more interesting uh, episode. <laughs> You can uh you can just uh you know when you when you come to write your medium post on Ruby Spears Mega Man as a queer text you can include that detail. I don't think anybody can pay me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but the mayor sleep drives through the place through like the street and then uh almost hits a bunch of people and Mega Man's like that's suspicious. Why is the mayor in his pajamas? Yeah. But then Bomb Man and Elect Man show up and just attack. But then, like, as quickly as they arrive, Mega Man kicks a bomb back at them and they fall into the sewers. Yep. Which is which wets the fuses on Bomb Man's bombs and means Elect Man will electrocute himself, so they just run away. He does a big loop-de-loop and then he just shoots a big hole in the ground and uh, drops him into the sewer that has, like, square hallways. Yeah. Um... While this is happening, the uh, the dream team of uh, Cutman and Gutsman are headed to the police chief's house, where they partake in a, a fantasy that, as far as I can tell, exploits the police chief police chief's inherent racism by uh, uh-huh. giving giving g- giving him some uh, images of street toughs and saying things like "Cuz never a cop around when you need one, huh, chief?" and you know. <laughs> And he's like, he's really old, like, uh-huh. <laughs> which, okay, I guess. Like, I thought I had like not seen him properly when I saw his, you know, 
his non-dream self. And then he was well, really his... old in the dream. But then he changed back and no, he just was dreaming he was really old. Yeah, he's not that old in real life, but in Absolutely his dream, he's old. like 80. Yeah. His hair's all white and, you know, he's, 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 he's cartoon old. He's got a slightly wrinkly face. He's a bit, a bit paler, you know, that kind of thing. I do want to point out that when they sent the mayor to get the secret code, they, the cut man said, and fax it to me. And then when they find the mayor sleeping in his office, he has a phone to his head? I don't think that's how faxes work. I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge here and uh chance that maybe that like I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge here and say that I just don't know enough about faxes to know if you could <laughs> telephone to a fax. Honestly, could be possible. I know they use phone lines, but Yeah. Like, maybe there's, a, I don't know, some kind of speech-to-fax service you can call. Anyway. <laughs> That's the most modern but also old idea possible. <laughs> yeah, like, what, 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 when, when's, like, Snapchat to fax? Who's, who's got that service Snap coming fax. up? Snap Exactly, there you go. Free branding. That one's on us. Ent- How can we sell... Individuals. How can we sell faxing to Gen Z? To Zoomers. How can we sell faxing to Zoomers? Uh, I feel like faxing, you know, faxing shitposts at people. Like having, giving people... What if you had a phone you couldn't lose? Twitch plays faxes, you know? Like, you just buy a fax and then... And then, so you, you, buy, you buy a fax machine... And then you can send shitposts into the the ether, and they'll they'll end up on someone else's random snap facts, and you'll get other people's random snap facts, and you know that'll be fun three and seconds later. Oh, it's being used for pornography. Yeah, I mean that sells. That shifts units. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Snapchat's for? Um, Snapchat. I don't know. So anyway, the police chief is convinced to give Dr. Wiley the details of the security chief for the upcoming rocket launch. Because this show was made in the 90s when rocket yes. launches were happening. Yes, this is something that I was going to say like about the, the these two episodes as an ensemble, which is that like the really funny thing about the specific way in which this show is 90s is that it it like it's very heavily informed by the cold war but doesn't really have any idea why it happened countries don't really exist in mega man right exactly as we've established there really is only thomas light and albert wiley every every other power structure kind of doesn't matter in the face of them yeah like we have militaries but they're not being used and they're not associated with any particular country no, in fact, there have been more militaries associated directly with Dr. Light than with, for example, the United States of America. <laughs> um, yeah. he's He has it all. So, uh, after the police chief is convinced to give out the, de- the details of the security chief, there is a fight on a bridge. Uh, it's really, really confusing. Like, 
a series of events. In a, so, let me set the scene. Mega Man and Russian Roll, maybe? Mm-hmm. Rush definitely, Roll possibly, are at a railway bridge. So, there's, you know, a set of train rails up above. Uh, several robot masters are there. Proto Man is there. Cut Man is there. Elect Man is there. Guts Man is there. Bomb Man is there. I'm pretty sure. And a series of events, a series of fight shots around that bridge take place in a seemingly <laughs> random order, vaguely vaguely aware of the existence of a set piece, but not really doing much of anything with it. So at one point, Mega Man gets, uh, you know, he gets Elecmand onto the rails of the train, and obviously train rails, they're electric. Mega Man's like, ah, I can't move. There's a train full of people barreling toward Mega Man, and you're like, oh, damn. Mega Man's either going to have to die or maybe put the people at risk to, to get out. Or, you know, maybe the people will die if they crash into Mega Man. Maybe he explodes. Who knows? But then... He's like a Gundam. Right, exactly. He's got a nuke in him. Uh, so then Mega Man uh, shoots... What does, he, what does he shoot? He does something. The rails split so- <laughs> and bend upward perfectly so that the train just runs out of momentum at the top and nobody is harmed. Mega Man jumps out, uh, stands on the railway bridge. Uh, Proto Man then shoots at the railway bridge, but not at the people on the railway bridge. Or really Mega Man? It just kind of all happens. <laughs> well, Proto Man does a lot of shooting and missing in this episode. That is true, yes. Uh, so what happens is that Mega Man shoots away from the train at the, the track, which blows it up, and because railway tracks are like springs, it boings him up into the air so that then that arc can be the arc that the train loses its momentum on immediately without repercussion. And then Proto Man shoots up from underneath through the bridge. And then Rush kicks a trash can at Proto Man and Guts Man. And it bounces really long uh, and knocks them over. Mm. And then Mega Man just shoots Elec Man and he falls into a trash can. But the <laughs> trash can is there because Bomb Man pushed it there to catch him. So that he could pick him up and they could all run away. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's very confusing. It's like, and this is what I was talking about with the basically nonsensical order of these things. Like, it's not like, there, there's a train of people barreling towards Mega Man, but that's kind of just a hazard to Mega Man because the risk that crashing into Mega Man poses to these people hasn't really been established. But then Proto Man shoots a hole in the railway bridge. Why didn't he do that first? You know? Like, not, and not as a why didn't Proto Man make this decision. Why didn't the script writers make this decision? Why does nothing, <laughs> like, it's, it's while rewatching this, uh, I think it was this episode. Yeah, during the fight on the bridge, uh, another bridge that's going to come up later. But, uh, would you while call it a big bridge? This, sorry? Would you call it a big bridge? I would call it a big bridge. It certainly doesn't have any trains on it. Sort uh, of a battle on the big bridge? Well, exactly. Um, yeah, but like, I, while rewatching these episodes today, it really struck me how much what happens next in a scene seems to be informed exclusively by the current shot. Like, just whatever occurs to you to happen there. Like, it, it, There's no, like, arcing, there's no plotting. It's just like, Mega Man's standing center screen. Proto Man shoots at him. There's now a hole in the bridge. Mega Man shoots through the hole in the bridge at somebody else. Somebody else throws a, a bin. Someone else falls in the bin. They all leave. <laughs> like... What? I mean, the next scene after this is Mega Man chasing Dr. Wily, and then 
he can't shoot the van because it's protected. And Rush takes some photos of the device. Everyone shoots at Mega Man. And then at some point, the bridge splits. And then Grutzman is crawling up the bridge because it's split open. And then Mega Man activates the Super Blast, which is something <laughs> we haven't seen before. And he shoots a big beach ball of energy that catches Gutsman. Oh, yeah. Like and flies yeah, like him a... off screen with everyone else to explode. And then Mega Man escapes by falling off the bridge into a barge full of garbage. Yeah. But, like, to dis- destroying the device, sort of. I don't, does Wily escape at some point during the. the... Yes. The fracas? Okay, yeah, fair enough. And then Dr. Light takes all the photos off of Rush uh, because Rush did x-ray vision on the mystery machine and... God, just uh, while we're on that, I was supremely not ready for Rush's eyes to extrude from his (laughs) face. That just, that shocked me on a primal level. Uh... Dr. Light decides he will build an anti or counter dream transmission machine and then i guess proto man gets sent to the security chief dream which looks like a persona thing with all the tvs stacked up and he's digitally altered to appear like big mega man yeah yeah and he says, ha ha, I'm the Joker now. I'm going to destroy this building for fun. And he's like, no. And then Mega Man, Proto Man is like, yeah. So, and yeah, and then the, the security chief is like, I'll, I'll stop you. I won't let you do it. So, like, I know that, I, having been told and just sort of, I assumed, uh, a lot of people who are listening to this show are not watching the TV show along with the podcast, and I really uh-huh. can't blame them for that. But if you haven't Not seen all. this specific episode, it's really hard to communicate just with words the extent to which this episode's narrative hinges on giant robots picking up middle-aged men in their underwear with one hand. Like, it's <laughs> it's it's a lot of the plot of this episode hinges on that exact thing. It happens three different times. <laughs> Mega Man storms the base, but then lets himself get arrested because he can't hurt people. Yeah, this this I saw the robot soldiers and the human soldiers standing side by side, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's an angle for a joke here. And then Mega Man just did it for me. He just says, oh, it's okay. I didn't want to harm any humans. It's <laughs> like, okay, cool, Mega Man. Thanks. Uh, I looked away for this part, so there's a bomb in the jeep, yeah, I guess? Mega Man, Mega Man gets arrested and put into a jeep so they can take him to the the rocket military base prison. Bomb Man just sticks a pipe bomb on the on the underside of the jeep. Again, it is extremely the 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Mega Man says... Does, Me- Mega Man, without ever using the word bomb, insists that the person arresting him pull over and throws the robot agiton out of the car and... The guy says, you're not making this easy on yourself, Mega Man. And Mega Man pushes him out of the car and jumps out of the car and the car explodes. And then breaks out of his restraints and, you know, it's time to fight some robot masters again. The soldiers and the soldiers are gone now. Don't think about them. Yeah, they have exited the plot. Yes. We will not see them again. Then he immediately owns Bomb Man and takes his power. Yes. Bomb Man's like, huh, remember me, Mega Man? And Mega Man is like, yes, and kicks a bomb at him. <laughs> 
Uh, and then he outwits all the robot masters by re- re- recognizing that Electman has electric powers, and he sp- he uh, it's because Electman is like knocked all the way down by the bomb exploding, I think, and he takes Electman's power, and then he encases them in a, a mesh fence and electrifies the fence, and even though they can all jump really high, none of them none of them does. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's stuck now. They're really going to get a charge out of that. <laughs> Precisely. But then they have to go to the shuttle because it's launching. Yeah, the shuttle is launching. It's got a portable dream machine on it. The uh, The astronauts are going to get dream machines to install the dream machine on the International Space Station. And then Wiley will be able to control everybody's dreams. It was at this point in the episode that I wondered if... Uh, like the last time we went to space, we would end by concluding that the International Space Station was too powerful to exist, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's a shame we couldn't call it the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the Dream System. The DS, if you will. The, the Master System. <laughs> <laughs> we have to warn the Space Station not to go to sleep. <laughs> We can't. They're in a they're in a radiation belt. Communications are blacked out. Uh but then What the fuck happens here? So Mega Man doesn't get onto the shuttle in time. So they have to fi- they find Wily's or Dr. Light maybe spoofs Dr. Wily's dream system cuz mm-hmm. Mega Man and Rush this is actually, this is one of the reasons that this episode, like, everything else in this episode is pretty good so far for this show. But then this last bit was where I was like, yeah, this is maybe one of the best episodes we've had. Because <clears throat> Cutman, Gutsman, and Protoman end up in the astronauts' dreams dressed as big, like, fantasy warlocks. It's like, for some reason, the spa- the astronauts are dreaming inside a giant fantasy castle. I don't really understand what that was meant to be. But, you know, whatever. They only send nerds to space. That is true. That is true. Uh, <clears throat> but then Mega Man and Rush also invade that dream as like a knight and you know his his steed, which is a rare example of this show actually having fun with the visual capital it sets up for a fight because you have Mega Man who is normal size fighting the robot masters who are giant size, and then he has to burn, cut away, or otherwise get rid of their the giant robes they're standing in, which reveal that they're normal sized people underneath, and there's a dragon, and you know I was like yeah. Good job, Mega Man Ruby Spears. You did it. Uh, hold on just one second. I am holding on. Hello. Hello. Welcome I back. I spilled milk. You what, sir? I spilled milk. Oh, well. Don't, 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 don't cry about it, you know? <laughs> you were saying about the big robes. Yeah, it's just a... Uh... <clears throat> I'm I'm really glad that this show is fi- finally has a visually exciting fight scene that they actually do something with the visuals that they set up. Like we had a bit mm-hmm. of that as well with the uh the Wild West last week. So maybe this will happen more often going forward, but then you yeah, know, season the other two, episode baby. the other episode that we had this week was trash, so who knows. Yeah. <laughs> but we did get a new outfit for Mega Man. So... We did, that's true. But we didn't get pirate or even seafaring outfits for Dr. Wily and Protoman. So what was the point of it all is what I'm saying. I suppose, you know, there were Gutsman and pals were dressed as, uh, you know, evacuees from a ship, but 
Other than that. Yeah, they got they got <clears throat> face masks. Oh yeah, uh, I think today's this this episode's winner for me for least understandable <clears throat> uh, least understandable one liner is when Mega Man beats Proto Man in this castle fight scene. He says, "Didn't anybody tell you it's not polite to invade people's dreams?" <laughs> no, Mega Man. No, nobody has. Nobody told me that. Or you, I suspect. <laughs> so the, uh, the anyway, in the end, the good guys use the bad technology to do good. They they scare the uh, the astronauts into destroying the dream machine, and uh, everything's everything's dandy again. They destroy Doctor Wily's original dream machine. You know, great, we did it. He gets away because you know he gets away. Yeah, uh, he also says, hold him off while I escape. Yeah, and then everyone's and- like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly looks for a second like Mega Man is tired of Wily's shit and he's just going to shoot him. Yeah, it does look like that, but then he turns around and shoots the dream machine. Uh, and then the only other thing that I had to in my notes about this episode was uh, the credits joke is one of the strangest we've seen so far. So Dr. Light says, well... <laughs> Now that we've destroyed Dr. Wily's dream machine, he says something about maybe having invented a counter signal or something that means that Wily will never be able to do it again. You know, whatever. Uh, Mega Man and Rush are playing drafts or checkers. And uh, Mega Man says, speaking of nightmare games, because Dr. Light made reference to nightmare games with the whole dream machine thing. Speaking of nightmare games, Rush is really losing this one. And then... Roll sleepwalks into frame while sleepwalking beats Mega Man in the game of drafts. And then Mega Man is like, oh, Roll, you're sleepwalking. And then Roll wakes up and looks at him in silence for like a full second. (laughs) Mega Man says, I forgot. Robots don't sleep. What? And then we get a rock song. (laughs) Like, I feel like some kids grew up with a very mangled perspective on the basic structure of a joke because of this show. Like, Yeah, they went on to make Family Guy. I <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you'd ever say something so cruel about Mega Man Ruby Spears. I wasn't sure who to, what to, where to land that, whether it was that or... Yeah, Dan Harmon loved this growing up. <laughs> um... The wiki doesn't even tell us what song this is in over the credits. Or much of anything. If anybody, lives, no if anybody listening to this podcast wants to uh, update the plot synopsis and <coughs> trivia section of the Mega Man knowledge base based entirely off what we've said in this podcast, please go ahead. <laughs> it's an easy one to fill out. Yeah. So uh yeah, I think that's uh that's episodes which seven uh fifteen and sixteen, was that it? Yep. Episode sixteen, pretty good. If it can be like that a few more times before the end of the show, I'll I'll probably end up with fond memories overall. This is certainly an experience and I don't regret Oh yeah, for sure having it. <laughs> Uh, next week we have Robo Spider and Master of Disaster. Interesting. Master of Disaster sounds like the kind of band that would play a credit song for Mega Man Ruby Spears. 
Oh, there's some fun images on this one. Yeah, I, uh, I opened it up and saw <laughs> Lotus the Evil Genie, so... <laughs> I'm uh, looking forward to that one. Robo-Spider is just a spider. Just like a regular spider? Oh yeah, there oh, it is. Also, that sure is a robo-spider. we have some cameos in this one. Oh lord. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, well, jo- join us next time on Rush Jet Radio, where we uh, we inch ever closer to a show with things such things as characters and a story. <laughs> Someday we will have a plot on this show. It's coming. the The brave new anti warrior future is coming. Just we're like halfway there, mm-hmm. so. Uh, who died? Uh, so I had Bomb Man, and then I couldn't remember if we'd done Bomb Man already. I don't think so. Because other than his recent promotion to main cast, he was only in the first episode of the original, right? Of the first season. Uh, maybe? Hmm. That's, uh... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I seem to recall that we had the whole of the first game in the first episode, and then we cut it down to yeah. just the the, the, three the dream team going forward. Um, I say three. I mean two. Iceman did not was in one episode. We could do Bomb Man. Okay, yeah, let's do Bomb Man. It's uh, it's my turn, right? Yes. <clears throat> I'm still going to do the whole past tense thing, even though I reckon there's a decent chance he's in the very next episode because it's funny. That's that's an imposter. <laughs> that's Bomb Man's heartless. Uh, m- m- yeah. <laughs> wait, isn't it? Isn't it? Nobody's that have the X's in their names. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh. Idiot, bombs aren't toys, timing it right, lighting the fuse, that's the stuff you got to leave to the pros. That was from Bomb Man, from Mega Man Powered Up. Alright. Bomb Man was a robot master from the original Mega Man. He was created by Dr. Thomas Light for demolition and land development, blasting away debris so that land could be cleared for construction projects, working in tandem with Gutsman. Bomb Man's and Fireman's development began at the same time, and despite being warned by Rock that working with both explosives and fire could be dangerous, Dr. Light went on believing that Iceman could handle things if anything happened. A few flash fires did occur, but Iceman ran away, saying he doesn't like Sawdust. His special weapon was the Hyperbomb, very powerful explosives originally used for land reclamation and destroying abandoned buildings. Bombman's personality depicted him to be that of a teenager, possibly a nod to his mohawk. <laughs> he enjoyed fighting and was an expert in demolitions, being able to quickly create and throw hyperbombs with startling accuracy, capable of destroying most targets with ease. However, he enjoyed fire he also enjoyed firework displays, festivals, and tenpin bowling. He was also a daredevil, and his attitude depicted it. But he could be a bit wasteful on money and his bombs and had a dislike for a wait what and had a dislike for matches or lighters possibly due to the risk of them igniting his bombs what <laughs> out of 
the six robot masters in the first Mega Man game, Bomb Man was the one with the least the least appearances in games. Bomb Man, along with Fireman, did not appear in any of the arcade titles. He, along with Gutsman, didn't did not appear in the first Game Boy title, Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge. But as Gutsman appeared in Capcom Quiz Hatena no Daiboken, Bomb Man was the only robot master from the first four NES games to not appear in a Game Boy title. Man, these uh, these trivia sections are really, <laughs> really stodgy sometimes. Sometimes sometimes you get a real winner like that absolutely unhinged explanation of why waves beat. What was it? The trivia is a lot of what games Bomb Man is and isn't in. Yeah. In the Mega Man comic, Bomb Man mentions he exhausted all of his hyper bombs after helping Mega Man to destroy the Boo Beam trap. This is ironic considering he has an unlimited amount of them when fought as a boss in any game or as a playable character in Mega Man Powered Up video game. So, uh, rest in peace, Bomb Man. We'll, you'll always be alive in our hearts and possibly the remainder of the Mega Man Ruby Space television show. Uh, there's a quote down here at the bottom. As the new guy, it was my job to create Elec Man and Bomb Man. I was also allowed to participate when using dots to give Guts Man and Fire Man motion. Keiji Inafune. There you go. Origin story. Rest in peace, Bomb Rest in peace, Bomb Man. I've just remembered that this podcast has an email inbox, which I'm going to check. I have some bonus emails. Oh, hell yeah. That I uh, got from Autumn. <laughs> cool. That did not get sent into the... And there she is. They didn't get sent to the email, but we're going to ask them. Okay. I There is an email here, by the way. I seemingly can't open the email. Oh, dear. Oh, there we go. Uh, you read the first email. Okay. Uh, hello Curly and slash or Nora. Big fan of the podcast and streams. I have no intention of watching the original Mega Man animated series, so everything you describe from the show could be bullshit and I wouldn't know. Here's a question. You're having a dinner party for the big bosses at work. Everyone's arrived already, and the food is to be served in half an hour. Which robot masters do you trust to help you make the gr- that great impression your career needs? Thank you sincerely for everything. Caps and numbers from Twitch chat. Okay, so... The first thing that I'm going to have to point out is that this needs to be distinct from the list of who would make the best chef from our Mega Man episode. <laughs> right. Um, make that great impression that your career needs. Well, I work at a grocery store, and I think that's going to color this a little bit. Yeah. If I want them to take me off of cashier forever, what? Who do I need? To, how do I impress them? Obviously, there's going to be the uh, the temptation here, which is: Do you go for threat? <laughs> like, do you do you go for like? Oh, these are these are my friends, uh, <laughs> Shadow Man and you know, Air Man, Tra- but from the Mega Man Ruby Spears show where he looks like Shredder, like or like Scope Man or whatever. Scout yeah, Man. Search Man. Yeah. So yeah, this is my best friend searchman.exe. Don't fuck with him. Um, he's troops. He is troops. 
I think I would go... What's the food? Uh... Hmm. If, I ha- if I'm having Bob Deerberg at my apartment eating dinner... Mm-hmm. And I need to impress him so that he passes down the line that I should not be on cashier anymore. <laughs> I guess... I guess Fireman and Heat Man, because mm. I'll probably be making some sort of barbecue. I was going to go for barbecue. My, uh, well, you, my, my but bar- you didn't. No, well, I, I mean, I might still. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, heat Man seems like a gimme if you're going for the whole outdoor barbecue thing, because, like, you know, he is one. Uh, hmm. I guess, like... I don't know, my, my boss sees himself as a kind of salt-of-the-earth kind of guy, so Heat Man barbecue and, like, maybe Guts Man to talk about manual labor experiences? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that's what, you know, to, to endear myself to the, that, you know, to my boss, I would uh, definitely look for Guts Man and Heat Man. And uh, maybe maybe another one from maybe maybe Hard Man as well, <laughs> just just to really oh know, yeah ice that cake, if you know what I mean. Precisely. Um, the other emails Autumn sent them into the wrong email for some reason. <laughs> um, she sent them to we are the email at gmail dot com, which is for champions. My other <laughs> podcast. Okay. Um. So this is about Bomb Man. Mm-hmm. Does this champion use a box vape or a pen? Perhaps <laughs> even an e-cig like a jewel? Uh, Bomb Man gives me uh, box vape vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that he has to do that because he can't have, like, an, a real flame. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Yeah, as as we know, he had an aversion mm-hmm. to cigarette lighters and matches, so he's not smoking actual cigarettes anymore. That's why he's such good friends with Alec Man because Alec Man smells like cigarette smoke. Yeah. Um is Runeterra flat? <laughs> are you sure <laughs> these are questions for well, She podcast. said these were for these were for Rush yet, but just so is Bomb Man flat? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the world of Mega Man Ruby Spears has an above average chance of being flat. I know we've been to space a number of times now. I guess we saw Earth from space that time. Yeah. But, you know, we also tried to evaporate all the water on Earth with a big laser. I don't know. Color me, uh, maybe, color me undecided. Maybe space is flat. Maybe the Earth is round, but space is flat. You know? Sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm behind this interpretation now. Do your own research. <laughs> Don't be fooled, listeners of Rush Jet Radio. I tried a new thing this week where I listened to a track that I wanted to use in the edit while you were doing the obituary, and it worked, so I'm using <laughs> that. Nice. Um, that's the podcast. That is the podcast. Thank you for listening. Nora, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find the stuff I do at NoraBlake.online. You can support the podcast, patreon.com slash exportaudio. Hell yeah. Where can people find you online? 
You can find me online at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace, or you can find me at twitch.tv slash curl e brace, where Mega Man Live happens. Uh, next up, we're going to play Mega Man 3. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. No. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> we do still need to do that. Yeah, we do still need to do that. I was like, no, Mega Man 4. I also do another podcast. If you really like this podcast and want to listen to another podcast that I do, uh, you can listen to Hand to Hand, Heart to Heart at abnormalmapping.com slash hand to hand. Uh, we just did an episode about Killer Instinct that's really good, and probably tomorrow we're going to record an episode about Soul Calibur 6. It's the podcast about fighting games where you don't have to be good at them to like it, because being good at games is for losers. I also have a podcast on abnormalmapping.com. It's called Journal Updated. Oh, really? What's it about? It's about video games where you make choices. Cool. That sounds so- good. The last episode, we spent four hours talking about Mass Effect 3. Exciting and fun. <clears throat> Next up is Death of the Outsider. We're going to put that out this month, and then, uh, well, I mean, the first of next month. But... And then after that, we're doing Mass Effect Andromeda, then we're done with Mass Effect. Until they make another one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Shoemaker voice, they killed Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. They canceled that game. They pulled an FF15 on that game. <laughs> so that means it will come out 10 years from now. No, they canceled FF15 after it came out. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Genius stuff. Genius. Yeah. And uh, if you really, really love this podcast and you just can't get enough of this exact vibe, you should listen to Import Audio, the podcast we're about to record and made an extremely natural seeming ad for in the middle of this one. <laughs> uh yeah it's gonna be good we're about to go talk about the first track of the proto man act one that's how we get you we know you came here to listen to proto man opinions and you'll have to give us money for them <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it'll be fun and then after that we have like three megas albums to get to yay <laughs> <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? Look, at least we haven't really pulled the cord, which is commentary track for Mega Man X sequelitis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's episode one hundred. Genuinely, I think that. that okay. Is yeah. Yeah. 100. Yeah. Yeah. Because that thing is uh, okay. <laughs> the thing is that Goodbye. we can't like we can't do a commentary track for it because I I have vastly more than twenty minutes to, a worth of stuff to say about it anyway. Uh-huh. Until next time, now you've got our podcast. Now you've got our podcast. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da.